In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... Diet Starts Tomorrow with hosts Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza. and Aileen Drexler. I'm going to make you girls a hump day treat. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Eileen. I'm Sammy. And we're here, we're back, with the fourth annual resolutions episode. This is the resolutions episode for 2022, but as usual, we are looking back to 2021. I'm excited. How are you feeling about the fact that it's the fourth annual, Sammy? I mean, it's it's weird. It, it is a completely... <laughs> Time is so fucking weird. I think we talk about time every episode. <laughs> I know. I something about it just gets very sentimental. Like if you're not giving me succession to grab onto, I am. I am <laughs> feeling. I am feeling sentimental and weird about things. Yeah, it's it's weird. I first of all, the whole past two years have felt just like such a strange. I know. You know. I like. I've sort of felt like I've been waiting for something the whole time. You know, something to end, something to go back, quote unquote, to like to 2019. To the way, yeah, to 2019 or like February <laughs> or February 2020, yeah. But I, it's we're just like not getting there, and it's really been hard to grapple with that because I was really excited for like a totally normal year next year, and it's not looking like that is going to be the case, and I. It even like ties into some of my like health behaviors because I'm like, oh, once life is normal, I'll just I'll walk all the time. And but we're just not, it's not happening. So yeah. Yeah. It is, it's definitely like ugh, I agree. I just wish that things would just be a little bit less stressful in terms of living our lives. Like just being like a little bit more carefree. And I realize I can't be carefree. Technically, because I have a baby now. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, you know, people, you know what I mean. Like that's a consideration. It's like now this is like the secondary fear behind my in my back of my mind. It's not just me. Like now that I'm worried about getting sick. So. Well, it just complicates like all the schedules because like part of the issue is that we don't have normal schedules and you know you can't plan that far ahead for anything at this point because. I know. It just it just might not happen and you know I obviously it's good for practicing flexibility and realizing you know <laughs> what best made plans might not happen but yeah having a baby that then you have the baby schedule and if the baby <laughs> goes you know any sort of help or you know people who are assisting you with the baby and yeah it's like everything that you need to do now needs to be like refundable in mindset. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like everything. And it's it's hard. So how do you think that going, looking back in 2021, do you – like when we made our original resolutions, how do you remember your mindset like at, when we did our last year's resolution going into this year? Like and how is it different this time? I feel like I was probably more hopeful because I was in like pandemic's going to end and I'm going to go back to being my best self. And I think the thing that has changed is that I just have reframed what that means. And I'm really proud of the progress I made this past year, but it it didn't happen in let's say like the form that I I don't know if like how I, the progress or where I went this year like took the form of those resolutions, but uh -huh. I do feel very proud of just myself in the past year in general. So that's amazing. What specifically are you proud of? I can't explain it, but I just feel a sense of like peace that I always was looking for. 
and that I could never find. And, you know, that doesn't mean like, oh, I'm always like really, really like happy and great, but I just feel like an overall sense of like peace and acceptance that I didn't ever have. And I think that that was what I was always seeking. And I just hope it doesn't go away. Please don't what do you, go away. <laughs> I hope it doesn't go either. What What yeah. do you like attribute that to? A combination of like medication, mature, like a secure relationship that has continued for longer. And I think probably some of like Avi's qualities rubbing off on me, like some of his um, – ability to exist and have things be just feel okay. Probably my relationship with my mother being much closer. I feel like I had like a lot of things from childhood repaired that I imagine is very rare to get to repair. And I just feel like a greater like evenness. Sense of calm. I mean, also last year, I mean, you were planning your wedding. Right. That was like up and down a lot. Like that was a whole stressor in itself and right. dealing with all of that. Right. And and the the beginning of the pandemic was the year, was like the last time we were talking about the resolutions. Like we started the year, you know, on bachelorette parties and then we ended the last year with the election. So right. yeah, shit was crazy. Okay, with that said, maybe this is a good time to talk about our big announcement that we're revealing. It's kind of like a bitter – I would call it a bittersweet announcement. I don't want to be like, oh, this is such a happy, excited announcement. I also want to be like, oh, this is such a sad, you know, announcement. Yeah, (laughs) bittersweet is a good way to describe it. Okay, the announcement. The announcement is that today is actually going to be my last episode as the regular co-host of DST. Just for logistical sake, I will say that um, Aileen and I will be continuing together on our Back for Seconds episodes twice a month. So yeah, Aileen's going to be hosting this solo. I'm so excited to see where you take the reins with it. And, you know, we're going to be back for our intimate combos on Back for Seconds, which I am more than excited for. I'm happy for you in the sense that, like, the peace that you were just talking about, like, that you were experiencing that, first of all, and that you've made a decision sort of for yourself. I think that that's, like, wonderful. Yeah, I mean, we, obviously, we're sort of talking about it backwards almost, but you know, I'm sure people will be like, why? Like, why? And honestly, like, I think, you know, I think it probably was enhanced by, you know, when you were on maternity leave and, and you know, I was thinking about this more in a, con- a more concentrated way. I've just been sort of thinking how I do finally feel like at peace with my body and my my eating for the most part. And I think that hosting the show and and really the process of trying to make a good show, I didn't feel like I was able to do that anymore because of just sort of like where I was or am now. And on the other side for me is that I feel like it was kind of causing me to add additional mental energy on these topics and that I wasn't necessarily needing to expend and that it was pushing me in a direction that was no longer, I think, serving me. But, you know, it's not like I'm never going to think about like wellness or like, you know, healthy habits or or body acceptance and, the, and body neutrality. Again, like those are obviously still very, you know, they're not topics that are just going to like banish from my mind and, you know, all those things. So it's not like, oh, I, you know, I'm done with this conversation. It's just, you know, in a day-to-day hosting capacity. And, you know, obviously Aileen's an amazing host who can more than handle the show. And yeah, that's just kind of, you know, how I how I kind of felt about it. Obviously, these are super important topics and I'm still going to, I'm sure, talk about them on like Instagram and such. And we'll talk about them on Back for Seconds and and all of that. Yeah. I mean, you and I have had this conversation offline. So like this conversation is really mostly for you guys, the audience, to like understand why, you know, this is what we're going to do for GST going forward. Sammy, you're – we're all – like we all have our own individual journeys and you know what's best for you. 
I mean, I love hosting DST. I'm going to continue hosting DST. It's not going away. Um, we have lots of great ideas that Sammy was included, had a lot of say in how we should continue to make the show fun and engaging and bring in the DST community more. And we're going to treat this as a new opportunity to try new stuff. I'm not going to be talking to myself every episode, I promise. <laughs> we're going to be in Viewing a lot of guests. And like Sammy said, you're, you're going to hear both of us together on DST Back for Seconds, which is really fun. Yeah, I'm very excited for those episodes. I feel like we're not going to only obviously have them as like catch ups, but I think they'll just be really interesting because we can really get into those intimate conversations. And mm -hmm. talking about these topics like twice a month is a very different game. I think it's going to be a really great show going forward. And I'm excited to you know, see to see how it goes. I'm sure it'll be unreal. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local Local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Should we do some resolutions? We should. Yeah. Okay. So how do you feel like you did in your resolutions? <laughs> I honestly don't remember what my resolutions were. <laughs> So, so undecided. Yeah, same, same problem. <laughs> the only resolution I remember is saying that I was going to start a family, but like I've mentioned before, I was being right. a little bit sneaky because I was already pregnant when I did that. Right. So you had already sort of completed the so resolution. I was cheating. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you know, you still never know. It, at, the, at the end of the day, it was like, I wanted to start a family. So that's a continual process and doesn't look the same way for everyone. So that's what I wanted to do. So it's the only one I feel like I kept. <laughs> the other ones I don't remember. Okay. So why don't, why don't we find out? We're going to play your first clip. My number one is I am saying it here. I would like to start a family. That is my number one goal of this year. Personally, obviously work unrelated. I'm not going to share work related stuff here, business related, but that is something I want to do this year. And I'm very much anxious about it because the unknown, again, as we just mentioned, control is a problem. The unknown is very, very scary, but exciting. So now I know how you sound when you're lying. I was totally anxious. I was <laughs> yeah. so anxious. When did we record this episode? Probably late December. If I so had yeah, guess. so I was just like newly prego. So right. it was, I was definitely anxious um, because I had some like ups and downs in the very beginning where I didn't know if it was like going to be real, you know? So I was right. definitely like <laughs> holding on to hope, but we have sweet Mila. Yeah, you 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 have a resolution embodied. <laughs> is is that a resolution to want to start? It's like again, we we're doing intentions, right? Like, we're well, not re look, you could look. Let's say someone like sets a resolution, and then for whatever reason, it's not working. They still did the resolution if they you know, fucked on the right days. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, is starting a family a resolution? I mean, I think it's no. more about, like, the – yeah, I think it is. It's, like, the actions you take. Like, 
let's say you are I guess so, yeah. To do IVF or whatever, you go to the doctor. That's you're doing the resolution, like you're taking actions. It's not like the family just starts overnight. A firm decision to do or not to do something. Is that are you is that the definition of a resolution? Yes. And to pro- how you pronounce it is a resolution. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's funny because um a firm decision. I never feel like I have a firm decision to do anything. Like it could be, it could be knocked over with a feather. My decision. <laughs> yeah. Resolution. Light, resolutions light is a light. <laughs> yeah. Decision. That's to more do of like a thought. Yeah. <laughs> An intention. Okay. So I mean, we all know how I was be- feeling. Is I was sneaky about it, and yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> well, let's hear your next firm commitment. Okay. My next one is that I want to start journaling, but this year I want to journal not fucking habit trackers. It literally says, do not track habits, (laughs) (laughs) track thoughts, feelings, things like that. And don't track it. Just write. Like I don't, if you journal. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I have not opened a notebook. (laughs) Okay. So a softer, a softer commitment. I would say that I forgot about that resolution immediately. Did you never journal? Like ever? The whole year? No. Okay. Not like right. one. All right. Not one time. All Not right. Like Fine. Even, I didn't fucking reflect on paper one time. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. So, fair. I mean, now we know. I don't, the I thing don't, is, is that I didn't like really, I, I wrote that probably thinking it was a nice idea and never really committed to it. Did you have anything to journal about? Yeah. Right. Okay. You did. I got distracted <laughs> by like fucking puking all the time. <laughs> Right. I mean, during the first half of the year, though, you know. Yeah. Oh, you're puking. Yeah, right. You you did that the whole time. Um, yeah. Fair enough. All right. Puking, no journaling. It's all right. You know, what was I going to write? I am sick. This sucks. <laughs> well, I, I honestly, I'm not like a committed journaler, but anytime I'm feeling a lot of things, it act, I always journal them. It's like almost how I know I'm feeling really shitty is if I get to the point where I have to journal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll try it. Instead of say I'm gonna commit to it. Why don't you just say it's like I'll when desperate times call. Like Watch that's me how, be like a yeah. journaler at the end of the Yeah, year. well don't make don't make that firm commitment too firm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, what's your what's your next one? Okay, I want to take up a hobby, which is creative hobby. So I want to, I know we talked about this. I want to paint or draw again. Oh. I used to do that all the time. I used to draw. I had a great book of <laughs> great all of book. my little illustrations. <laughs> and I have decided that I wanted, I need some outlet that isn't television. That isn't the books that I'm not reading. And <laughs> I need something that I really, really enjoy doing. So How I'm going to try it. Yeah. So I, I drew and I painted a couple of times, but I okay. didn't make it like a, a thing. Like I didn't okay. – I don't think I found a hobby. I think you'd know if you found a hobby. Yeah, outside of <laughs> television. <laughs> I did. Okay. I did walk a lot during okay. that's my – That's a hobby. Like when I was pregnant, I was walking a lot. That's um, a that's – a, that's, hobby or not, that's a good constructive activity. Right. So I did something else that isn't watch TV. So okay. there you go. <laughs> Great. That, you, you, did you did it. You did it. Okay, number number four. Okay, so then for my intuitive eating journey, how I will look back, how do I formulate it around non-pregnancy though? I don't think that you can formulate it around non-pregnancy if you will be pregnant. Like, okay, here's what I'm going to say. Here's what it is. This is what we'll, the sound clip that we'll take. Sean <laughs> um, gets to pick that. Yeah, here's the clip that Sean will take. <laughs> um, is that I will, even though this is technically not a goal because you can't just say, start a goal with continue to, but I will just kind of continue seeing Elise and I will not go on a diet again. I will be extremely compassionate towards myself if I do binge or whatever. And if I do do that, I look back at that with an anthropologic view, not judgy view, and explore why. Okay. Okay. Great. I did that. <laughs> I stopped seeing Elise, though, because it was really hard. Like, the thing with being pregnant is that you gain weight and it's fine, you know? So it was like starting to become a thing where I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, like I don't really need to really talk this through all the time. And I felt like really healthy around my 
habits in the way that I was eating. I was eating very, very intuitively. I never felt like the urge to, I don't know, like eat out of sorts. So I think that I succeeded, not succeeded, I think that I did keep this resolution minus seeing Elise. Look, I'm speaking for like maybe like myself. I don't think that that is, it was necessary to continue seeing you know, an eating disorder therapist, in addition to my regular therapist, which I, who I see as a regular thing for yeah. years now, I think it's sort of like you can kind of like ebb in and out of that based on like where you are. And I don't think, you know, if you didn't see her, it's like, you know, some yeah. resolution. Free. She was my only therapist yeah. at the time. Right, right, so right. So I right. kind of just stopped in general. But it was also just like hard. I wasn't living at home and I was like – I always had to be like super sneaky about talking to a therapist like with Rusty's whole family around because I wasn't living in my place. It was like hard but um, – And it is expensive. It, it is expensive and I felt like pretty good. But that said, now that I am no longer pregnant, I am having some challenges. I'm feeling like everything I just said is hard to think about. In a, like it's hard to be in that same mindset. Because my body has changed so much in one year, it's it's hard to like figure out how to maneuver those feelings. So that so with that said, I'm going to that's part of my next year's resolution. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I think now we're moving on to Sammy's clips. Oh man, um, okay. Sammy's what did I say? <laughs> okay. So now it's your turn to endure the torture of listening to your own voice. Not again, like I said, it's no, like it you said, torture. it's not your voice that's torture. It's generally hearing ones speak. Yeah, I don't want to know. Ugh, okay. Okay. Let's hear clip one. Okay, my first is a category that I call healthy habits. And it does not mean losing weight. It does not mean exercising X amount of times a week. And it doesn't actually have any numerical goals associated with it. Um, What it means is something that has been on my mind, and I'm not trying to have a baby soon, but like I probably will try to have a baby next year, like 2022. Oh, that's still happening. Um, and something that I thought about, I was like, okay, well, if this is part of my like three-year plan. So if, if that's going to be something that happens in 2022, then like I should probably set up my habits in 2021 so that I am in a mental place where I could feel like confident bringing life into this world and then modeling how to live for that life. (laughs) So part of that is like the healthy habits. And like something I noticed was like, 
Melissa Woodhouse kids who are really cute. Like her daughter's always doing these like cute workout moves. And like she, Melissa always captions it like kids will watch what you do. And I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, like all I watched was my mom eating ice cream and never moving. So duh. So I'm trying to think about it in terms of like making the habits for myself for health purposes and for like, not for losing weight, just that like, it couldn't hurt me to have a vegetable <laughs> and a protein at my meals in addition to the carb. And it also probably couldn't hurt me to like leave my apartment once a week. Once, <laughs> once a day, sorry. <laughs> once a day. Sorry, a once a week is there. how frequently I'm leaving now. Like, right, right. Um, it, it wouldn't hurt me to do those things. I was just hysterically watching you react to that because that was so funny. <laughs> oh my God, I just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I say the same things. Like I actually, um, okay, I haven't changed. I, I didn't even realize I was saying that last year. I thought those were I remember you saying that. I didn't really remember myself saying that because then I went through a whole like I'm terrified to have kids. They just, I don't, I don't know. My habits have mostly stayed the same or they've, they've improved 35%. I would like this year to improve them another 50%. Meaning what? There. Like, or is that in your resolutions? Should we keep that in your resolutions? I don't. At least I don't have to listen to this next year. So sure, <laughs> I'm gonna make you. No, <laughs> I'm gonna call you and I'm just gonna play your voice back. All right, let's hear the next one, Sammy. Okay, second is like personality things, and like you'll probably appreciate this one. I find that like in conversations that are difficult. I have a really hard time having hard conversations. I just want them to be over. Like I, I writhe around in my skin having difficult conversations and I would like to be able to like just do that better, just better communication. I mean, how do you measure this? But I actually think I've gotten much better at this. How do you measure it? Do I have a shit fit or a tantrum during any sort of argument? or anything like that. And uh, the answer to that would be no. So I would say that I have succeeded in becoming a better communicator. I think I can think back to at least four, maybe five very challenging conversations I've had this year. And I can remember coming out of those, those conversations, you know, feeling like I just had a very hard conversation, but at the same time being like that went as well as I could have made it go. So okay. I, I'm going to say I, I, I got a 90% on that resolution. Do you have any tips for anyone who like is maybe feeling the same way? Yes. I think that don't have the conversation when you are like – when you're, you're most heated is the first thing. Like if you have to say I need a half hour or I need a minute before we can really talk about this – or if you want to initiate something and you want to say it exactly how you want to say it, if you are a better communicator in writing, like I am, write it out first so you don't miss anything in your initiating of the conversation. Yeah, I think it's just pr practice and really coaching yourself through them. And then again, I, I wouldn't discount the effect that medication has on me in terms of being able to just bring me to a place of overall calm mm -hmm. as my baseline. And then it's just a different world when you're working with that. Makes sense. That's good. Okay. Hopefully that can continue. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. All right. Should we play clip three? Yeah. Three, which is just like, I want to be a better planner in general. I find that like everything I do, no matter what it is, like I can never plan it sufficiently. Like I always think of something really critical at the last minute. And then everyone's like, why didn't you think about that before? It happens at work. It happens at home. It happens with my mom. And I'm just like, I didn't think of it. I don't know. I can't tell you. I don't know. Like I didn't think of it. <laughs> it happens with my mom. <laughs> uh, I've improved a little bit. But not, you know, I'm still not the world's best, most on top of it planner. But I think I've improved. How, how, didn't you plan a really good trip? Yeah, that trip. And I'm planning more trips. And yeah. Good. You could be a travel agent. <laughs> no, I don't. I wouldn't go that far. I could just be a travel uh, envisioner. Envisioner. Okay. Travel visionary. <laughs> travel visionary. Yeah. 
All right, let's do the last one. Our last one, yeah. I just like really want to be a like a news show. Like I want to have a real news show. A news show. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I want to have a news show. I thought you said a new show. Okay, oh, yeah, no, that's great. But you show. are. I know, but I wanted to like. I wanted. I wanted to be on MSNBC. Can they oh. call me? <laughs> so that's for a whole in a year. You think you're gonna have a show on MSNBC? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it'll be a year, but maybe if I say it. But you should say it. That's I mean, that's amazing. Listen here. I would, love, I would love for you to have a news show on MSNBC every time you like, hey, it's Sammy from Betches. <laughs> I, know. Friend. <laughs> I know. I know. That's really funny. Okay. Well, <laughs> it, it was more of a manifest manifesting manifestation than a result. There's not a firm commitment there. Yeah. I, I have a news show morning announcements and um, well, we knew that at the time, but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe next year MSNBC. <laughs> Or somebody call me. <laughs> yeah, I'm still available. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed watching your reactions to all of those, though. That oh was God. really entertaining for me. If anything, that's my new hobby: <laughs> crawling in my skin, hearing myself in the past. Yeah, oh, pretty much. Gosh, all right. Why, does it hurt, why do you think it hurts so much to hear a past version of yourself? I don't know. I, I that's a great question because I've also like in the past I I used to journal when I was younger, <laughs> like to your diary, and like just talk about all my crushes. But um, I anytime I found something like that, I would cringe reading it. Like I refused to read it, and I think that's the same kind of thing. Even though it's not my voice, I don't want to hear my own old thoughts. I don't know what that is. What, what do you think? Right. I feel the same way about things that I also wrote, which is why I never read an old journal. And I um I also hate listening to this, but my you know, my old self. I wonder if there's I think the feeling that I feel is like a little bit of shame at the past self. Yeah. Which is just sort of a natural feeling that I've always had about past selves. I but I don't think it's that uncommon. I think most people feel that way in like going back to an old journal or reflecting on like old things. I don't know. I think it's hard to maybe place yourself in the circumstances in which you said it or did it or whatever. And so you're looking at it from hindsight and judging yourself based on the hindsight knowledge you have. It's like a weird judgment. There's like a weird shame in the space between where you were and where you are. I don't know. Potentially. Like I even struggled watching my own wedding video. And I know I like I know I thought I looked like great in it, and it had nothing to do with how I looked. It was just more so I just didn't want to watch myself like do anything, like dance yeah. or or like I don't want to see that. I've gotten used to it though, having watching my nanit back when <laughs> my like my uh, sorry my nanit is is uh, my baby monitor that I had set up in my bedroom while my baby slept next to me and I would have to watch myself like go to her all the time. And I kind of like got used to that. And it was like, oh, nothing. I don't do anything. Like nothing is weird. It's just a person. But it feels very out of body because it literally is. Yeah. I also don't want to watch my wedding video. I watched it when we first got it. But that's why I didn't even want to have a wedding video because I knew that I would um, have this feeling looking back at it. I don't know why either. It's something about just watching a past version of yourself is very awkward. It's awkward. I think we, it's cringe. It like it turned my stomach. Yes, it's cringe. And it's not about how you look. It's really no. not. Yeah. No. Let's ask the audience what if they have a good theory on this. Please send in your thoughts. Um, I'd love to read them. And yes. like if I read a good one, love to share it. Yes. Why do you think we have so much shame about our past selves? That is the question we're answering. We should ask Brene Brown. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sure. I'm sure she'd have a good answer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, so let's look forward. Let's let's do the part that we're going to listen to in a year, and let's do 2022. Sammy, do you want to go first about your intentions for 2022? Resolution. Do, do you want to go first? No, you go first this time. All right, I can – okay. In the spirit of having learned four years in a row, or I guess three years in a row, that um, I never like the way I sound when I make resolutions <laughs> – I'm going to make less firm commitments. And I still really like what my resolutions were from last year. And I don't think I necessarily made them as resolutions. I think that I just knew what direction I wanted to orient myself in. And I feel similarly about this next year about wanting to do the same. Like really nothing has changed. I just want to sort of continue on those things and continue developing those things that I had sort of set out for myself just as a sp- one specific I do feel like I have finally started to actually appreciate like movement as its own thing and whether it's like a walk or a little peloton or like going for a quick swim yeah <laughs> like Avi I have really enjoyed these moments and I do want to make them sort of I would ideally like to be a person who does who just commits to 30 minutes of that a day and it's not mm-hmm. even kind of a question. What's can you tell me about the, that 35% increase? Like you did that this year. And like how do you intend to sort of you said earlier and I said I was gonna circle back on that. <laughs> so yeah. how do you um intend to sort of quote unquote be healthier another 35 more percent more? I don't have like another percent that I want to I want to do. I'll just I'm saying I probably increased that 35% from the prior year because Okay. because honestly like the 2020 I was like the pandemic I think and trying to figure out intuitive eating sort of just led me to eat a lot because I was sort of rebe- I was rebelling against diet mm-hmm. culture. I was rebelling against movement and those I I would like to kind of turn that around. And I think I've started to turn my mindset around, which I think had to go first. You know, I don't really, I don't rebel against dieting anymore, but I think there are healthier ways that I can feed myself with more complete meals. Like I haven't completely gotten myself onto that, like ritualized three balanced meals a day. You know, I'll still like wait in the morning to eat for a really long time. You know, some days I'll just, you know, I won't leave the apartment. I would like that to change entire, like I would like there not to be a day when I don't leave the apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Avi just sort of always, being around him makes me realize like how actually not active I am sometimes. And what does he do? What doesn't he do? Like he it just has like, so what much. what is his exercise routine every day? It's not like the routine. It's that like he will – He'll do a, an hour long workout, and then he'll be like, "I just wanna, I wanna move a little more." So he'll go swim in the building, or he'll go for a long walk, or he'll just instead of ordering food, he'll just run out and get some, or he'll call it in, or you know, he's just always active. It's really part of his le- DNA, though. Like that seems like part of like in really ingrained in his the way that he is his belief system almost yes yes and regardless of my belief system around it i would just like to maybe do about half (laughs) of the activity he does because he's very productive like if you ask him like oh did you do this thing did you run out and get this thing he did like uh, the thing that i will wait three days to go out and get 
for no reason. He just goes. So it's kind of that. Yesterday, he's like, you've been sitting at your computer and looking at products to buy all day. (laughs) (laughs) And what did you say? I said, well, how are we going to get the products? If... Yeah. So, you know, I could have gone for a walk instead of looking at products. I didn't, I don't even think I bought anything. That's like, <laughs> you were perusing. Yeah, exactly. So I would just like to be a little bit more active in that sense and just kind of continue. I, you know, if I do end up getting pregnant this year, that will be a very big thing to deal, grapple with. And, you know, I'm hoping that I'm able, you know, hopefully if it, happens and goes smoothly that I'm able to handle that. And yeah, that's those are kind of the things I have on the horizon. Well, those sound great. I think those like that. I think that sounds even though it's not like a firm com- it, firm commitment, it still seems like a commitment to something that's doable. Yeah, I've made so many firm commitments in my life that I never keep. Yeah, one for, actually I will give one firm commitment is that because I am going to be like maybe getting pregnant. I don't know. I would like to not smoke weed at all, knowing that I could be pregnant. Okay. Or like, you know, maybe the day after I get my period when I know I'm not pregnant for a fact. <laughs> it's so firm. <laughs> so firm. Well, also that that's sort of, you know, that's also sort of how you got to like time the sex as well. Like, you know, once you know, you've like a few clear days where you can be really sure. It stays in your system though. The sperm? The weed. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> fine. Okay, <laughs> the sperm, which yes, different system, but it yeah. does. It does stay in your system for how whatever. So, anyway, when you say something stays not- in your system, it's more so like your blood. Like sperm isn't going in your blood; it just stays in your uterus <laughs> for a few. Does days. it get up there? No, it doesn't get all the way up there. Wherever it goes, the canal. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you want to do yours? <laughs> sure. Or what are your what are your loose commitments? Okay, my loose commitments. Okay, so this is mine, and I think I have a theme mostly for my year, and my theme, and then I'm going to apply it to several different places in my life. But my theme is consistency. So I would like. So I don't want to like commit to. Oh, I'm going to do X workouts, or I'm going to cook all the time, and I'm going to fucking X stupid Y and Z. Like I would like some consistency, and like kind of not. Yes, I would like to try new things, but I would like to look back and reflect on my year and feel like okay, I have developed new habits. I'm doing things on a consistent basis, such as going to therapy. (laughs) I would like to not drop it and I would like to go for a whole year and I would like to see somebody that specializes in – and I think I found a woman, but she's, again, expensive. (laughs) So I would like to do that consistently and somebody who specializes in like postpartum depression, anxiety, generally like who understands my – history of, you know, eating and body stuff. I think I would really like some help there. Um, So that is something I really want to do. I want to find workouts that I really love doing and then do them consistently. I think I understand what Avi feels. Like, I think I get it. I'm starting to like work out because I need to rather than I need, meaning like I feel like I need to move. Right. Right. Yeah. Still, I may not. I still might sit on the computer the whole day. Too, but like sometimes looking at products, like yeah, <laughs> but like sometimes it's just oh, you and I both like to sort of veg. Like it's just it's part of our personality. Is Rusty's not like that, right? And I think that that's like just part of accepting. Like they ha- what drives them is a very it's a different world than what drives us, and right. so it's just harder. But that said, I know it's good for me and. I'm going to try to do that. I would like, st- again, strength training to to get into a consistent thing. Like I don't want to do fucking cardio all the time. Like strength. I would like to build some muscle. And going back to the hobby thing, <laughs> I'm not going to like pick up a paintbrush. But I think that I would like to do something extracurricular. But it's really hard because there's literally no time in my day. So I think that what I'm going to set out this year is – 
to not put pressure on myself to do the things that I know I don't really have the capacity to do this, knowing that I have a newborn, such as cook. Like I struggle cooking because I don't have enough time or I'm just too fucking tired. And I'm going to try to, but I still want to eat healthy. So I'm going to try to maybe find some meal service or something like that. Like I think I'm going to do that. But anyway, my theme is consistency. And hopefully I can look back and feel like I've succeeded in that, you know, like not try to do like, oh, I'm going to start something new like journaling or like, (laughs) you know, so that's, that's mine. I think that's a great theme. I kind of want to steal it from you. Consistency is, I think, sort of. It's like we all make these really intensive or typically in the past I've made these like intensive resolutions and you go into the year like gung-ho. And I think really what most people do struggle with is consistency, sort of just like a low grade, you know, just consistent. It, it doesn't have to be this intensity. Not the short term. Right. It, I think that like, you know, as an extremist, <laughs> you know, I kind of go very <laughs> – you know, I'll I'll struggle with that a lot, like just consistently maintaining something for a long period of time. And that really is what makes the changes like small Mm. things that happen every day or most days are what like actually changes you. Yeah. I think it's a great thing to focus on. I feel like I should do sort of the same. (laughs) It just helps Uh, with the mindset of like, you're not failing because you're in it for the long haul. Like it's, it gives you the okay if like one day you do, you did sit and stare at products all day because you know what <laughs> you know I have the rest I have tomorrow to to move and maybe next time if I do want to look at products I'll give myself two hours and you know really get it in there and go for a walk and whatever um I I the thing that I would like I know I've said this in the last episode is like the body checking in the mirror I have noticed Mila looking at me and she is little and she, I look in the mirror and she's looking at me. Like I'll look in the, myself in the mirror and she's yeah. staring at me looking at myself in the mirror and she's four months old. <laughs> and I, she's learning. She's a sponge. So like what you said about Melissa Woodhill in last yeah. year's episode, it's true. So I, yeah, I still look up at like Melissa, what, like the things that she models for her kids. Look, that she shows on Instagram. I don't know what she really is showing them otherwise, but I sort of wish that I had that like natural pull towards healthy foods the way Avi has them. Like that a salad is sort of the obvious go-to rather than Mm -hmm. chips, like pretzels out of the bag. You know, obviously that's something that was learned. Yes. Yes. But um, I think that my other like beyond consistency is just always keeping in mind is like I have to model, be like a model for a my daughter. So is like having that as maybe my motivation for consistency. And so I'm going to try that this year. And we are going to see what happens. <laughs> Look, you don't want to end up on Mila's podcast having to explain <laughs> why the fuck she she can't stop looking at her her stomach in the mirror. Look, like just just imagine that. Uh-huh. Just you know. <laughs> and you know, I'm not going to do it alone again. I want to find a good therapist to do it with. So I'm going to – I recognize that I can't just, you know, poof, do all this shit. That's the other thing I was going to say is like honestly staying in therapy consistently no matter what I think – and obviously you need the right person like to Mm -hmm. do it with, with the right therapist. But I think that that is like the one thing that has actually caused me to make progress over the past like – let's say six years is that I've like never really stopped doing therapy. Yeah. And like, it just forces you to talk about shit that Mm -hmm. makes you actually do something about it. Cause there's another person. Yeah. Yeah. I think that even if that's like the one thing you do consistently, like that is, I think like the. It don't create change. Right. Even without noticing. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think so because it because it, it forces you to reflect. That's the thing. It forces you to reflect on something and not just kind of like in go, go, go mode. It like makes you sit down right. and talk about like how you're feeling and why you did the things that you did. And then that can affect then the next time you may or may not do them. Yeah. 
It's true. All right. I feel like these are good. I feel I'm proud of us. <laughs> I'm proud of us because I think the way that we're even like looking at resolutions, firm commitments, loose commitments, whatever they are, <laughs> is a much more forgiving and realistic way of making change. Yes. Because people can go back and listen to how we didn't keep our like uh, four workouts a day. And, I know. know. Oh my God. Like, I went back and I looked through my crazy habit journal. It was OCD, bro. Like it was insane. I'm like, I feel bad for that former self. I was looking, reading it, and I was just like, poor girl. Like, are you, you're not okay reading this? And like, oh man. So I feel at least like some comfort in knowing I've made a lot of progress from that. <laughs> that also brings us back to our question of why do we feel so much shame about our former selves, which the audience can weigh in on. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Well, Sammy, I'm going to miss you on the show. We're going to keep, obviously, <laughs> see you, talk to you every day. We're going to be back twice a month. We're going to be back twice a month on DSC Back for Seconds, but I'll miss you on this show two more times a week. Which is, <laughs> but I'm proud of you and I'm proud of us. And guys, the show is still going to be amazing. And if you have any thoughts about like who you want to have on, who do you want to like, who do you want me to interview or the things that you want us to talk about, us as in DST the show, please send it to DST at Betches.com. DM Sammy how much you're going to miss and love her, but you'll still be listening to Back for Seconds. And if you haven't subscribed, please go do that now. We appreciate it so much. I'm still going to be listening to the show and the amazing guests that come on and just everything. So well, I'm very excited to I'm very excited to watch the show soar. And I hope everyone really enjoys it. I'm gonna miss talking to you guys. Although I still will talk to you guys twice a month. <laughs> and I will be back this Thursday with another episode. So keep sending your dear DSTs and non-scale wins to DST at batches.com to get them answered. As usual, you can follow me at Aileen, follow Sammy at Sammy. And we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.